from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. Thank you so very much for giving me your first hour of your day. Today is ooh, July, July, July 13th already, year of our Lord, <clears throat> 2021. I got a really great show lined up for you today. We got some breaking news coming out of Georgia with the election audit that's happening there. We got the Pennsylvania audit really heating up, so we need to shift a lot of our focus to that. We got news coming out of Arizona still, and uh, there's still some quiet states that we really need to start... um, waking up, you know, like Virginia, Nevada, Michigan, Wisconsin, but we'll get there, you know, one, one at a time. And right now the three big ones that are in line to fall will be all we need, ladies and gentlemen, to reverse this craziness that happened on November 3rd, 2020. So thank you for watching Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot. I have been having a blast building this show, but this show does not get built to what it is today and what it will become in the next few months without all of you. All of your support. The show is completely 100% donor-funded with the exception of the uh, the My Pillow partnership that we have with Mike Lindell, but 98% of everything that comes in comes in from your kindness and your generosity, and it's taken us from the backyard to here. So thank you very much, and let's go to social media right now for some live shout-outs so from people who are actually commenting live. So we're going to go to Rumble and YouTube. Let's shoot over to Rumble real quick, <clears throat> because Rumble is my new favorite platform, and of course we've got the infamous Corn Pop, who's always watching from his basement. Thank you, Corn Pop, for being such a huge fan of Live from America, and thank you for all your support as well. Good morning to Melissa Steffi. Good to see you. We've got uh, Carver45 from Kentucky is in the house. Good morning, everyone from Indiana, says Jenny5. Lauren Cole says good morning from the great state of Pennsylvania, and make sure you stay tuned because we're going to be highlighting a lot of what's going on in Pennsylvania right now. Some new stuff, even that we have found out as well. Um, JL JL Jazz says, Sleepy Joe visiting PA will be a good time to take a nap. We're going to be talking about that as well because Doug Mastriano, Senator Doug Mastriano, has called for a meeting with sleepy, creepy, Beijing, sniff your hair Biden as he comes through Pennsylvania to talk about election integrity and giving everybody a vote. Everybody from from the minute they come out of the womb until after they're dead. So, Heels Gal from North Carolina is watching. Thank you so very much. Good morning, Jeremy, from Randall, Washington. Thank you, Randall. Appreciate that, and good morning to you. Hope you have your coffee ready. And Sharon says, remember, Arizona is one county, but Georgia is the whole state. Well, Arizona will be the whole state as well. And Fulton County is the main, the main primary focus of Georgia right now as well. Julie from Indiana says, hey, let's shoot over to Miranda Dolan watching on YouTube. She says, hey, Jeremy, you sent the link from yesterday at 5 and thought you did a quick change of clothes. <laughs> Is that what I did? I sent the link out from yesterday at 5? Huh, who would have thought? Uh, Angie, good morning to you. And Don Miller is watching. Steve Crow says, called Samsung phone. They say no government concerning our phones. That's awesome because that's you know what I have. But it's the carrier's. 
It's the carriers that we got to be worried about. Uh, Rachel Sousa says, good morning, Patriots. And Wanda says, good morning from sunny Florida. Now, folks, is the time of the show that we're going to thank and highlight some uh, wonderful Patriots who've sent some beautiful gifts into Live from America. You guys, from the, from the crafts to the things you buy to the things you create, everything is so appreciated when you send it in. So Cynthia Mason, she sent me a breaking news t-shirt and a necklace but wait till you see what is on the breaking news t-shirt you ready for this here you go breaking news everybody nobody cares <laughs> this i'm wearing this on tonight's show breaking news nobody nobody <laughs> and also she sent this awesome necklace that's got a dog tag that says because of the brave and then of course it's got a bullet casing as well so thank you so very much to cynthia mason also would like to thank annette wilson because annette wilson sent two jesus calling books to make sure that we get into the hands of people who need them and also sent this amazing amazing really well designed um travel mug that also says Shh. Nobody cares. <laughs> oh, I can't believe that I don't have a t-shirt or a hat that says nobody cares yet. I think that might be the next thing coming. I think that might be the next thing coming. By the way, three hats will be up on the website tonight. Of course, this one, a Live from America logo one, and the Live from America with the sunglasses and Ephesians 611 on the side. Uh, people say, I need that shirt. I know. I didn't know I needed it until I saw it. So thank you so very much to Cynthia Mason and Annette Wilson. Also, folks, I would like to ask for prayers for the family of Dylan Gaska. Dylan Gaska was performing a gig last night in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, the family is a friend of a patriot who watches this show and who I talk to on social media. And Dylan Gaska was on his way home, walking home from a gig in Nashville last night and was struck by a car and killed. And so we're going to ask for everybody to pray for Dylan Gaska, the family of Dylan Gaska, as they go through this horrific ordeal, this horrific situation that I could not even imagine if a, if a child of mine passed away. But they're close family friends to patriots who watch the show. So please, everybody, please put the family of Dylan Gaskett in your prayers uh, throughout the day today. You know what I mean? Every time you get to see one of your kids or see a family member or something like that, remember that they don't today and, and, and say a quick prayer for them multiple times today. That would be very much appreciated. Um, it's, it's really hard. It's really hard when you hear these stories of people losing children or losing family members or losing friends, just losing anybody at, from freak accidents. You know what I mean? It's very, very hard, and I see hundreds Hundreds of these a week. Um, and what do you do? You pray. You pray and you lean on, and, and, you, and you're there for them to lean on, and that's what we do here on Live from America. Um, also, folks, we are almost at 100,000 rumbles here on the Live from America page on Rumble. So please share this page with your friends and family. Get them to follow. If you have not followed yet, if you've not signed up for a profile here on Rumble and followed, please do so. It's really important. That's how Rumble is built is by the Rumbles and how much engagement they have. It's how everything's built. But uh, definitely Rumble is the 
top-tiered social media site that we're using today for live videos because of the censorship of Facebook, Twitter, and, and many others, okay? So uh, please check that out, and if you have Roku, you can watch on Roku by typing in LFA space TV, LFA TV, and you can find it there. Now, my favorite part of the show, we're going to get into the verse of the day today, and I started reading Proverbs last night, and I and what got me reading Proverbs last night was, so my wife is going through from Genesis again. My wife is starting in Genesis, and she's taking notes throughout her journey through the Bible this time. That's something that I've not really ever done, is take notes in the Bible. I've taken notes outside the Bible on paper. You know, if I find something that's really interesting and I, and I have something to say about it, I'll take notes on it and I'll put it in a newsletter or something. My wife was reading through last night and she made some really good points. So while she was reading um, the Bible, I was reading the book that was sent to me by Ray Comfort about how to keep your children close to Christ. And in there, he was talking about the book of Proverbs. And I'd read Proverbs before, but I really, it, uh, the Bible is one of those things where you go back, you read it a second, third time, and it's not anything like that you read it the first time. But Proverbs is a really great book of the Bible that teaches us how to be, how to be who we are, how to be uh, with our finances, with our children, with our friends, with our family, how to act, how to talk, how to be a productive member of society. It's a great, great book of the Bible. So I started reading Proverbs, and this morning, the verse of the day comes from Proverbs. And um, it's actually Proverbs 3, 1, and 2. And I titled this, We All Have 24 Hours in a Day, but dot, 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 dot. Okay? So Proverbs 3, 1, and 2 says, My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. And it actually got me thinking, folks. It actually got me thinking about a motivational speaker that I heard once. So when I read this, when I read it say, but let your heart keep my commands for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. And then I remember talking to my wife about 24 hours in a day isn't enough. And she said, well, it is enough because that's what God gave us. So I coupled that together with the the memory that I had of this motivational speaker. And it was pretty, it's pretty remarkable. Um what this verse said to me and how it spoke to me. So it says this, this is incredible. We are always uh, talking about everlasting life, everlasting eternal life with God. And don't put too much focus on our free gift of life right here on this beautiful earth. If this life is meant to teach us the basic instructions before leaving earth, Bible, and this life is to get us ready for the next life, then we need to make the most of it and learn as much as we can about the Lord and the word of God. You always hear, quote, if I just had enough time, if I just had more time in a day, I could get so much further in life, end quote. But God gave us all 24 hours in a day for a reason. He knows all and created all says, he who knows all and created all says that 24 hours in a day is all we need. I once heard a motivational speaker talk about the hours of a day and how much time we have to become successful. He said, All of us have the same 24 hours in a day, but it's what we do with those hours that determines our success. He went on to explain that most people sleep for 8 hours, leaving you with 16 hours left. He then then broke it down even more by saying that the average uh, person spends 2 to 3 hours a day on TV or the internet, taking you down to 13 hours left in that day. He then said that most people work eight hours a day to make a living, which leaves you with just five hours left to become successful. 
He then talked about 30-minute meal times, average bathroom time for showers and bathroom breaks, which takes you down to about three hours left. Now, if you do nothing else in the day other than the things that I just said, then you have roughly two or three hours to try and do that little extra in order to make yourself successful. But that isn't much time, is it? Well, that is because we are focusing on ourselves and not God. With God, all things are possible. He can, move, he can help you move mountains. This verse specifically says that if you obey God's commands and you are walking in the light and the grace of the Lord, your length of your days will be longer and you will live a longer, full life of peace. Now, it doesn't say that you will magically get 36 hours in a day while everybody else has 24, because God says 24 is enough. However, with your focus on God and your attentions pure of heart, your life will seem more bountiful and you will accomplish much, much more. Maybe not the kind of success we as humans in the flesh are looking for, but a success far greater than we ever expected. Keep your focus on God in the good and the bad times. Let Him guide you and follow His commands. Watch your life flourish. In Jesus' name. Amen. So again, folks, it, 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 we need to sometimes shift our focus into saying, okay, we need to stop worrying about you know, getting this done and making this successful and, and, and getting ahead here and getting ahead there. And if we just focus on our duties as children of God, then everything will come into place. Will bad things happen? Yes, because we're living in a fallen creation. But folks, I've, I've tried most of my life to do it on my own and failed miserably. Every single time. The minute, the very minute that my heart and soul actually gave it all over to God, everything started changing. Now, that's not going to be the same for other people. I know that there's people that are on this chat that have said, I've tried this and I don't feel the Holy Spirit. Please give me a suggestion. Well, sometimes other people who, like Ray Comfort or like Ken Ham or like um, um, uh, Mr. Turk or so many other people who are you know, have been doing this for a long time. Sometimes if you just watch some of their videos or documentaries or something, it'll help you start figuring out how to unlock that communication with God. That's what it did for me. Now, the best way to do it is just to immerse yourself into the Word of God, into the Bible. But there, like I said, there are some people who just need that extra nudge, that extra push, that extra verification. And in which case, people like Ray Comfort have been a big help to me. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the Lord's Prayer because that is the start of every show. And really sets the standard for what Live from America really is. So please remove your hats. And no matter where you are, please say it out loud for your friends, colleagues, family, but more importantly, all of the angels in heaven to hear and rejoice. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, you ready to rumble? I'm ready to rumble. I know YouTube's ready to rumble. I know that... Um, Rumble is definitely ready to rumble. Everybody listening on the podcast, people are watching on Roku. Let's get to the first and foremost section of today. Last night when I ended Live from America, the evening show, I was getting ready to leave. And as I was uploading the podcast audio and as I was trying to get the recorded version ready for Roku, I noticed that Jenna Ellis was on Real America's Voice News. Now, we know that Jenna Ellis has her own show now on Real America's Voice News called Just the Truth. 
We also know that Jenna Ellis made a lot of waves in the last month with, with Republicans um, because of what she said about Donald Trump being reinstated and what clauses there are or are not in the Constitution. I get that 100%. But really why I wanted to highlight Jenna Ellis today in the first and foremost section was because of what she said in her opening statements that I had to stay and watch. As soon as I heard her last night, um, I really want to highlight what she said in her opening statements. Now, she announced that she's leaving the Republican Party as a protest. Okay? I'm going to let you hear what she said in her full opening statement, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down to the part where I'm talking about. Because it was like a seven minute long opening statement. I'm going to break it down to about three or four minutes. There's a lot of stuff I agree with, but there's some things I don't agree with. But either way, I think all of us need to hear it because all of us are thinking exactly what she said. Now, is her choice to protest the Republican Party by leaving the Republican Party a good idea? Maybe, maybe not. Her choice. That's one thing we got to do as Republicans and and, and conservatives and traditional Trump uh, MAGA people, MAGA party, is we got to start being more solid and stop being so um, snowflakey like the left is. We've become a lot like the left in doing this. You don't agree with me? Well, then, uh, it's not what it's all about, folks. It's about different ideas and diversity, bringing them together for the common good of the people and your party, right? Okay, so let me shoot this right over real quick so that you can see exactly what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Opening statement by Jenna Ellis last night on Just the Truth on Real America's Voice News. Here we go. Statement. Quote, the 2020 presidential election was not stolen. Anyone who claims it is, is spreading, it claims it was, is spreading the big lie, turning their back on the rule of law and poisoning our democratic system. Funny, Liz Cheney, you weren't at any of the legislative hearings or in any of the meetings between the 17 states that filed suit in the Supreme Court. You never contacted the Trump legal team to learn the facts or do your due diligence. Why not? But here you are pretending that you're on the side of the rule of law when your party refused to uphold our supreme law of the land, the United States Constitution. Let's be clear. America would not be in this position today with the Biden administration doing everything it can to destroy liberty and freedom if the Republican-led legislatures in six states had fulfilled their constitutional responsibility. The election officials and the Democrats poisoned the system, and Republicans were spineless to hold them accountable. Liz Cheney knows this, and America knows this. Liz just wants to commandeer terms like free and fair and ignore facts and evidence and the truth. I reached out to Cheney today with no response. I'd be happy to have Liz on the show any time to defend her claims. I also offered to debate her publicly. I can back up my claims with facts and truth. Can you, Liz? I really doubt it. We as the American people deserve more than a brush off and a demand that we remain silent on election integrity. This is the most important issue facing America today. Without security in our elections, we have lost our republic. And the second most important issue is calling out these among our own party who didn't stand up for fact and truth. They still aren't. And if that's eating our own, then I'm ready for a 10 course meal. We have to demand transparency and accountability in our own party and across government. We have to demand answers for why Republican legislatures did not support the Constitution and allowed our presidential election to be corrupted. 
We have to ask why Republicans like Doug Ducey and Brian Kemp don't support election integrity. We have to ask why Republicans like Asa Hutchinson won't protect children from chemical castration, and why Governor Christine Nome won't sign legislation protecting women's sports. I asked Governor Nome to come on this program and respond to the Alliance Defending Freedom's concern that they provided model legislation to South Dakota that has been advanced in multiple other states. Nome's office made excuses and then never followed up. Why not? She says she's concerned about litigation and doesn't want to go to court, yet she announced just this past Friday that she's suing the Biden administration over a 4th of July fireworks display. Let this sink in. Christy Nome is suing over fireworks, but we were told she wouldn't sign a bill protecting women's sports because she what, wouldn't go to court? This is the kind of hypocrisy I'm totally sick of from She's the Republican not wrong. Party She's not wrong. and those who claim to be conservatives. What exactly are you conserving? What are you doing with your position to affirmatively protect American values and fundamental freedoms? If we can't ask these questions and these Republicans refuse to answer them, then how exactly are they representing us? That's their job. We have to demand better. We have to vote them out of office, and we have to remain conservatives and boldly speak the truth. Don't let them commandeer the true meaning of these terms, and definitely don't let them intimidate or silence you. So she goes on, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about how she's going to be leaving the Republican Party in protest um, until Ronna McDaniel and other rhinos are gone. Now... I don't disagree with what she said, not a single word of what she said, even though I love Christy Nome, even though I love what she's done with South Dakota, there are certain things you got to see the forest for the trees, you got to read between the lines on a lot of things. Again, there's things that she said that I don't agree with, okay? I don't agree with leaving the Republican Party right now. I agree with changing, taking over, changing the Republican Party. Because if you leave the Republican Party and you leave it splintered, you're never going to beat the Democrats. Just, just the way it is. Now, I would support doing this in a different time, but not right now. Definitely not right now. Because we are the majority in the Republican Party, and it's not going to be hard to get these rhinos out and remove them. And I'm not talking about Christy Nome. I'm not talking about that her at all. I'm talking about Ronna McDaniel. I'm talking about the the uh, the RNC. I'm talking about people like Mom Jeans, Mitt Romney, and Lisa Murkowski, and Mitch McConnell, and and um, uh, Kevin McCarthy. All of these people need to go. So really, the ruling class that is still holding the Republican Party hostage to the GOP, those are the people that need to go. And it's a lot easier for us in the majority right now to remove them and to rebrand the GOP, the GNP, than it is for us to leave. Now, Now she is saying that we have the power in the Republican Party, and until they cave to our demands, we are going to leave the Republican Party as a protest. That's the only thing that I do not agree with her about. That's it. That's the only thing. Every other thing that she said in that, and including her, her um, after that commercial break, I 100% I agree with. I 100% agree with because these people um, look at she what she did is she tweeted out the emails that were that she was uh, cc'd on by the RNC when her and Rudy Giuliani were making their rounds to state legislatures and the the RNC actually was saying, and Ronna McDaniel was on here saying the same thing that we fundraise a lot better without him in office anyway talking about president trump talking about president trump 
She said, they, Ronna McDaniel said, we fundraise a lot better without him in office anyway. And then other members of the RNC, like high-ranking members, were in these emails. She, she put them all out yesterday. She exposed them all. And, and good, good, good look on her for doing that, too. Good look on her for her show is just the truth and just put the truth out. There's other emails that are in there saying that um, that 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 Giuliani's crazy, Trump is crazy. There was no fraud. Move on. You lost. You were a terrible president. These are all from people in the Republican National Committee, folks. And they're the ones fundraising now. They fundraised like two hundred and something million dollars off Trump's name. Where's that money? Where's that money if you want nothing to do with Trump? Where's that money if you raise more money without Trump in office anyway? You're, you, you should be uh, ashamed of yourselves, and the Republican Party will be completely taken over and rebranded by the majority. Now, Jenna Ellis wants to leave the party. That's up to her. That's her prerogative to do so. But I truly hope she doesn't influence enough people uh, to want to do that where it makes a difference. And I don't think she will. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, folks. But I thought that was a great opening statement by Jenna Ellis, at least at the part calling out the Republicans and putting out those emails on Twitter. That's exactly what needed to happen. That's exactly what needed to happen. All right? So that's just that's my take on it, and that is the first and foremost section of today. And we're going to take a quick break, regroup, grab some coffee, highlight some awesome stuff, be right back with more Live from America right after this, folks. Hey, War Room Posse, Real America's voice and the War Room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interests, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's voice and the War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice in the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. And welcome back live from America. Got a lot of stuff to go over, so we're just going to get right into it. We had major breaking news come out of Georgia this morning with Garland Favorito and all of the fraud that's going on there. But let's highlight Pennsylvania first real quick. We got plenty of time to talk about Georgia. We got plenty of time to talk about um, Arizona. Pennsylvania, folks. Pennsylvania is the is is probably the biggest out of all three states right now that are getting ready to fall like dominoes. Pennsylvania is probably the biggest. When I mean the biggest, I mean the most votes. Talking, you're talking upwards of six hundred thousand votes when it's all said and done. Six hundred thousand votes. So let's break down Pennsylvania real quick since we. We need to start moving some of our attention there because Arizona is doing its thing, okay? Let Arizona continue to do its thing. They're actually on their third recount of all of the ballots. They want to make 100% sure that no judge and no nefarious action can happen uh, as a result of what they counted. They want to make they want to double, triple, and quadruple check everything. So they're on their third count of all the ballots to make sure exactly that they have the right information. Georgia, we already know that's in full swing now. We already know that Judge Amaro released those ballots. Uh, Garland Favorito and, and Voter GA have been 
actually doing a forensic audit of their own on those specific ballots. And, um, and then, of course, now, so, so those are kind of like in autopilot right now. Okay, we got to continue to put the word out. We got to continue to let everybody know the findings that are happening out of there because the mainstream media won't. But now it's time to focus a little bit of our investigative attention back towards Pennsylvania and get behind Senator Doug Mastriano. Okay, because the same thing that happened in Arizona and Georgia is now about to happen in Pennsylvania. So let's break down some of the information. 47 election USB cards are still missing. Okay, 47. And this is just in Delaware County that we know of, not the entire state. We're talking just Delaware County. 47 election USB cards are still missing. Hundreds of thousands of votes obviously came in illegally without the permission or the change of voter law by the state legislation. We know that happened for days afterwards. Okay, Not only did that happen, but the Pennsylvania officials actually completely just ignored just ignored Judge, I believe it was Judge Alito's ruling that they had to set aside I, I, hundreds of thousands of ballots and not count them. They did it anyway. They did it anyway. So not only did they defy the Supreme Court, bring in ballots for days afterward with no permission to do so, but now we know that 47 election USB um, cards are still missing. But check this out. A Navy veteran got up and gave a statement. Okay, not only is he a Navy veteran, but he's a war veteran, a two-time war veteran. He is, um, he's been a poll watcher and a poll observer and election worker for many, many years. And he observed 70,000 unopened mail-in ballots locked in a back room and only opened and then counted a full day after all mail-in ballots were counted. So what's, what happened there? Well, I can tell you what happened there. They needed to make up ballots because they seen how much they were losing. Okay, mail-in ballots were already done counting, folks. They were already done. And then he witnessed them pull out another 70,000 mail-in ballots from a locked back room and started counting them a whole day after mail-in ballots were done. And he's got testimony to the, He's not only got testimony to this, but he's got affidavits from himself and other people that explain this exact same thing and exactly what he saw. Also, there is no evidence or there is no evidence of proof of chain of custody. Officials refused the Supreme Court order, which I just spoke about. All chain of custody logs, records, yellow sheets, forensic evidence, and all custody sheets in Delaware County are gone. This is coming from this Navy veteran who actually has access to all this stuff. He literally said that, and, and this blew my mind, this blew my mind, that all chain of custody logs, all records, all yellow sheets, all forensic evidence, all custody sheets in Delaware County are gone. If you don't have that stuff, you don't have the votes. So it's, it's, getting, to a, it's getting to a situation where you need to prove to us that you won. We don't have to prove to you that we won. That's what it's getting down to. And how are they going to do that? How are they ever going to prove that they won when you have wiped databases, when you have um, USB memory cards missing, when you have all data missing, all logs, all yellow sheets missing, all uh, evidence for, uh, for, for audit, all missing, all gone. What are you going to do? How are you ever going to prove that you won? Because that's what it's going to get down to. Okay, if I see the Supreme Court doing anything, folks, out of a result of what Mike Lindell and, and what President Trump's team has done, is I don't see them 
overturning anything because they don't want the riots, but I do see the Supreme Court actually getting to a point where they go, well, there's overwhelming evidence here to prove their side. You need to prove to us you won. And they're not going to be able to do that. They're just not going to be able to do that. You can't create evidence to support you when there is no evidence to support you. You can't create evidence to support something false. You have to show something that is supports the truth. And with all of the forensic auditors, all the cyber ninjas, all of the experts, and all of the you know IT uh, personnel on both sides, you're never going to be able to prove that. So that's what we're getting down to, folks. We're getting down to a point where they're going to have to prove they won, and it's not the burden of proof isn't going to be on us anymore. That's what we're getting to. So we need to continue to put our focus on Pennsylvania while it's still on Arizona, while it's still on Georgia. Remember, for months, folks, I've been saying that this is a multiple fight front. We're not just fighting for election integrity in the future. We're also fighting for what happened on November 3rd, 2020. You're you're fighting multiple battles here. And the only way that you're going to have the energy to do this and the stamina to do this, even every one of us that are right here right now, we're not high-powered you know, senators or anything like that, but we make a major difference because we are we the people. And the only way you get that stamina and the only way you get that energy is by God himself. Asking God for that an- energy. Asking God for that stamina. That heavenly courage. That heavenly strength. It's the only way we're going to get through it. Because there's too much fighting. And the, the left never in a million years would have imagined that we would take it this far. They thought they would just get get over it. Everybody would get over it. It's done, gone. They're they're not going to work that hard. They're not going to fight that hard. And why do they think that? Because we never have. Because conservatives and people on the right have never banded together and fought this hard ever, ever, ever before. So we're basically catching them blindsided, and they didn't think they didn't expect it to happen. Much like they didn't expect Hillary to lose in 2016, so they didn't pull out all the stops. They didn't expect us to take it this far, so there's no answer for it. There's going to be no answer for it. The only answer they have is Democrats getting on private buses and jets and flying to the safety of Nancy Stretchface Armstrong. That's the only answer for stuff like this. Take your ball and go home. Take your ball and go home. Now, I have an audio that I want to play for everybody here. And uh, this is from Digital Deplorable. Now, you can look up Digital Deplorable. What, the, what they do is they follow charts, graphs, and proof. Charts, graphs, and proof. And they said by the graphs, by timestamps, by everything else that they've been able to collect, there are 423,116 votes that were subtracted from Donald J. Trump in Pennsylvania. Not so much votes added for Biden, but they are focusing on what was subtracted. And they said in an in a election process like ours, there's never a time where votes are to be subtracted, ever. Our system is built to count votes. Not to subtract votes. You can't have a negative vote. You can't go, oh, this person voted for Biden, but they, uh, this person, uh, said, you know, it doesn't work that way. It's, just, it, it, it's not logical. So in no circumstance ever should you see somebody losing votes. They actually have proof that Donald Trump lost 423,116 votes. Yeah. The only way that you can lose votes is if you've done a full forensic audit and you can prove that that vote counted for somebody, but it should have counted for this person. So we got to subtract them from that person. But that hasn't happened here. These numbers that were subtracted were happening on election night, not later on when there was a forensic audit. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to play the audio of this. I'm sorry I don't have a video, but hopefully, hopefully this will be loud enough for all of you to hear manipulation in Arizona and Georgia 
Now bring you Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro says that Trump is trying to subtract as many votes as possible from this process. But in our first slide, you will see it's quite the opposite. Whenever questions are raised about vote switching, the networks, mainstream media, Edison, Secretary of State, or elected officials' basic response has simply been, it's human error, which we're told was the case in Armstrong County. If that was true, what about the other 400,000 errors? How were these errors even made? Why were they made? Who is making these errors? And what other errors in our vote tabulation process do we not know or hear about? Don't these votes deserve a second look? The bottom line is that errors were made. The data confirms these errors, and it shouldn't matter if they were machine or human. They are still errors and deserve a second review and thorough analysis with forensic audits to find the answers. Our elected officials are telling us to move on. But don't these 400,000 errors deserve a more detailed and legitimate explanation? We're now looking at a specific district within Allegheny County. This is District 10, which has an absentee vote ratio between Biden and Trump of 17 Biden votes to one Trump vote. Listen to this. In some precincts within this district, Trump received zero votes as Biden received hundreds. Hmm. The reason we draw attention to this geography is because Allegheny County as a whole is closer to four Biden votes for one Trump vote which is above average to begin with. In addition, all other Allegheny districts voted 78% Biden on average, while we see a staggering 93% here. This resulted in over 23,000 votes for Biden, as Trump only received 1,300. These statistical outliers fall well outside... 23,000 for Biden, while Trump, don't, Trump only received 1,300. In an area where it wasn't possible for that to happen. Statistically... Look at the rest of the state and the rest of the country. Wouldn't have happened. There was instances, like he said, where Trump got zero and Biden got hundreds. Okay? ...abnormal distribution patterns, which are highly unlikely. Moving on from the statistically anomalous vote totals within an Allegheny district, as you can now see, Allegheny as a whole had a normal accumulation of absentee votes for Biden, except for two data points where it looks like data was deleted. Oh. Now, if huh. we look at Trump's vote accumulation... The data system logs report a 145,000 vote increase, followed by a vote reset or deletion, where he doesn't again reach those original absentee totals. And yet our elected officials are certifying these results without answering these questions or explaining what the reason is within the data. Where do the votes go? And it wasn't just absentee votes that logged strange activity in Allegheny. The election day votes also go negative or decrease for Donald Trump. Looking from left to right, which represent the individual time updates where vote updates were released. Trump totals increased over 20,000, which were then removed as he falls back down to near zero. Trump's increase was up to 20,000, which then were taken off and he fell back down to zero. That's not possible. That can't be, that can't be a thing. You can't do that unless you've done a full forensic audit of the vote that you're counting in real time. The stupidest person on planet Earth can figure this out. It's, it's incredible. Continues to increase and then loses around 1,300, over 800, around 1,500, and then 1,800 votes in succession. In total, over 27,000. The same data scientist. Okay, now there's a part two. So let's see. The same data okay, scientist. That's part one. Part two hasn't been done yet. But the fact of the matter is, folks, you can't, you can't reduce the amount of votes that you're getting in real time. Okay, and they said over the course of the night through different counties... 423,116 votes were absolutely removed. And they have the proof of it. 
YouTube, they have the proof of it. Facebook, they have the proof of it. PolitiFake, USA Yesterday, the AP, TMZ, all of you third-rate, third-party fact-checkers, they have the proof of it. So you can go ahead and say that there's no proof. Don Lamont can go on and say that there's no proof. Chris Cuomo, R Richard Maddow, all of them. They can all go on and say, there's no proof, there's no proof, there's no proof, there's no proof. But all I hear is... Blah, 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 blah. I have proof. I have proof. So I can't wait for all this to proof to come out. And again, like I said earlier, Senator Doug Mastriano has reached out to the uh, sniffer and thief, the Biden regime, and said, while you're in Philly today, I'm requesting a meeting with you concerning voter fraud on November 3rd, 2020, in the state of Pennsylvania. We have yet to see if the sniffer and thief... Folks, folks, why, 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 why does he want a meeting with me? Well, he wants a meeting with you because I'm pretty sure he's going to tell you, buckle up, buttercup, because it's going to be a long ride. And I don't think you got that much time left to be on that ride that long. So why don't you get Kamala, Miss 2% cackling Kamala Harrison here, and we can show her too. I think Doug Mastriano is going to basically say to him, I'm coming, and I'm coming hard. So... Woo, it's heating up, folks. It is heating up. And big shout out to Doug Mastriano. But I want to um, go to a quick break real quick, and then we'll come back and we'll talk more about voter fraud that's happening in Georgia and the explosive news that came out of Georgia this morning. Be right back with more Live from America. Produce brand you're buying in your local stores is imported produce, and it's putting the American farmer out of business. Patriot Foods is fighting back by providing U.S.-only produce. Choosing the Patriot Foods brand is how you can support the American farmers, families, and our service men and women. Patriot Foods has family that has fought in the two major world wars. We strongly believe in your patriotism and your willingness to do what's right for your country. We need your help. Please join the fight and demand your country's brand in your local stores. We thank you and salute you. And welcome back to Live from America, from the Live Free or Die State, with Jeremy Harold, the Hip Hop Patriot. Let's move right into the election fraud news that came out of Georgia this morning. Of course, Garland Favorito and Voter GA are really the spear of this whole process. Of course, John Fredericks, John Fredericks Radio Show, Steve Bannon, they're all working very, 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 very hard, day in and day out, to make sure that we find out exactly what happened in Fulton County and throughout the rest of Georgia. But check this out, folks. Ooh, Garland Favorito come out today and said this. This is so far because Judge Amaro down there released the ballots to Garland Favorito and voted GA. This is what they found so far. 100% proof of not irregularities. Not 100% proof of mistakes. They're saying 100% proof of fraud. Of fraud. Now, hindsight being 2020, you think back to, oh, they lawyered up a month ago. Not only did these people, these officials, these election officials lawyer up, they lawyered up with taxpayer money and they lawyered up with defense attorneys, de criminal defense attorneys, and not just criminal defense attorneys, but the top criminal defense attorneys who get NFL players off for murder. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's what they did a month ago, you remember? Let's not forget what happens. Let's not forget the series and the sequence of events that happens here, folks. It's crazy stuff. Okay, so we know they've lawyered up because they knew what was going to come out. And now Garland Favorito says we have 100% proof of fraud, and here it is. Number one, he says that there's, an over, there's over a 50% error rate. 
probably up to 60%. Now, that doesn't prove fraud. That's just showing that there's a major, major error rate, like there was up in Antrim County, that Michigan Republicans refuse to touch because they're too afraid or because they want to be Democrats. Here's where the fraud sets in. Hundreds and hundreds of falsified tally sheets that were put on the Secretary of State's website. What does that mean? Well, tally sheets are like the basically the receipt of the machine, what it tallied that night. How many votes were run through that machine? How many went to this person? How many went to that person? At the end of the night, psh, tally sheet. Okay, They're saying that these tally sheets that were taken off were actually put up. Um, posting out on federal... Okay, I'm just seeing that something from... Hold on, I'm, I'm maybe breaking news from our from social media. Actually, um, Rick Illy says what something about? Huh? I guess I'll have to check it. I guess I'll have to see it when it comes through because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to slow the show down. But anyway, um, these tally sheets were posted on the Secretary of State's website. That means Brad Raffensperger and his team, Gabriel Sterling, who looks like it's Pat, and everybody else in that team, they were posting tally sheets that Garland Favorito says were falsified. Were falsified. Meaning that Raffensperger is, is basically guilty of a crime. Okay? Unfortunately, this is still a civil matter. It's not a criminal investigation yet. So what we need to do is we need to get out all the evidence to the, to, to the civilians and then from there demand it to be a criminal investigation against Brian Kemp, uh, Brad Raffensperger, Gabriel Sterling, and the rest of them. Okay? Um... So they said hundreds of falsified tally sheets were posted on the Secretary of Web, uh, State's websites. They also said that thousands, they found thousands of duplicate ballots. Thousands. Now, what's the, what's, what's the difference there in, in ballots, in votes? Like 12,000? Something like that? Maybe 12,000, 11,000 votes? He's saying they found thousands of duplicate ballots. Also, thousands of ballots that have zero chain of custody, all from drop boxes. All from drop boxes, zero chain of custody. Now, by state law, ballots are supposed to have a chain of custody or else they're not valid, period. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. COVID doesn't change anything. People being scared to come out doesn't change anything. Democrats trying to cheat doesn't change anything. The fact of the matter is, folks, they do not have a chain of command. All of them from drop boxes, okay? And that doesn't even include going into the 40,000 fraudulent votes that they, were, that, that, that they really started getting into this anyway. So they're thinking that there's probably up to 130,000 votes just from their forensic audit alone that cannot be counted by law for one way, shape, or another. And dead votes, too. But the, the hundreds of falsified tally sheets, that is where they got them with criminal. That's where they got them with criminal. And then, of course, the thousands of duplicates and the thousands of ballots that have no chain of custody, that's really hard to prove any kind of intent. But the fact that there was falsified tally sheets... On the Secretary of State's website, criminal. Right there. Done. Criminal. Um, so we're going to go ahead and give the first Smarty Award of the day today. And I did not expect to give the Smarty Award to this recipient, but we're going to do it anyway. July 13th, 2021, the Smarty Award on Live from America is going to go to Subway, ladies and gentlemen. The Subway franchise. Why? Why on God's green earth would Jeremy be giving Subway the Smarty Award of the Day? Well, folks, 
<laughs> Mainly because they called New York Times fake news. CNN, you're fake news. You have an agenda. You're fake news. All I can say is it's totally fake news. Just fake. It's fake. It's made up stuff. Subway calls New York Times fake news. Now, the reason why Subway and New York Times are having this beef right now, no pun intended, is because uh, New York Times put out a story saying that there is zero evidence of actual tuna inside the tuna fish sandwich at Subway. Subway came back and said, uh, that's fake news. Here's our recipe. Basically, here's the, here's the, here's how much tuna is actually in there. You lie, you're fake news. So what Subway decided to do in light of this was they already had it planned to shut down 10,000 locations yesterday to, because they're doing this whole new, you know, 21st century revamp, new Subway, new, new sandwiches, new way of ordering, this, that, and the other. I mean, they're bringing Subway into the future now, right? So they shut down 10,000 stores yesterday to revamp and get ready for an, for an opening of those 10,000 stores today. And in because of and in the light of the fact that the New York Times lied and called them uh, called them out, and then Subway called them out and said they were fake news. Subway's giving away a million Subway sandwiches today. So if you live near a Subway, go support them just for the mere fact that they called out the New York Times as you are fake news. Okay, because that deserves for you to go buy a sandwich right there. But the fact that they're giving away a million subs, well, who knows? I, I know that there's been some, some controversy with Subway before, but the fact that they're calling New York Times fake news, I'm all about it. I'm all about it, because the, what's, the, what's the, uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend? <laughs> I'll go that route, at least for now. So maybe I'll go pick up my free Subway sandwich today. Okay, folks, we're going to talk about voter fraud a little bit uh, more, because I think it's been the theme of the show, and we really got to stay on it. We got to hammer it home. But we're going to go to Arizona now. We talked about Pennsylvania. We talked about Georgia. We're not really talking about Wisconsin, Michigan, Virginia, North Carolina, Nevada, but I think those will come. Those weren't the low-hanging fruits. Well, Wisconsin was. Wisconsin was. But these these three major states, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, we got to go back there for a minute. Now, this isn't something that would change the course of an election, but it allows you a little bit of insight of what's happening inside the state of Arizona. So, Attorney General Mark Burnovich, who has been on fire lately, some call him a rhino, but he's been... His actions have sp- spoke a lot louder than his words lately. Attorney General Mark Burnovich announced that a state grand jury has indicted Tracy K. McKee of Scottsdale, Arizona, on a count of illegal voting and one count of perjury for sending in a vote in her dead mother's name. Okay? Guess what else? She's a Democrat. So I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. You're going to see a lot more of this happening, not only in Arizona, but other states as well, probably Georgia, Texas, Pennsylvania. In Texas, it's been happening for quite a while. They've been arresting people for voter fraud since November 3rd. But this is the first high-profile you know, grand jury indictment in Arizona where a Democrat is indicted for not only lying to the federal government, or lying to the uh, state government, but also for sending in a vote fraudulently in her dead mother's name. I wonder how much of that happened. I wonder how much of that ballot harvesting that Stacey Kemp did down in Georgia and all of those, um, you know, all of those workers that were going out to nursing homes and lift, uh, assisted living facilities and coming back with five, ten, fifteen thousand ballots. I wonder how much of those were illegally filled out and sent in as a vote of somebody who died or somebody who was five years old or whatever. We're going to get to the bottom of it, folks. We're going to get to the bottom of all of it. So. <clears throat> 
Um, big shout out to Arizona because they've really led the way in all of this. And they basically they took uh, Javon Hutton Pulitzer's way of doing a forensic audit, which really led them to do that full forensic audit in Arizona. And and again, everybody that's visited there has said that has been the staple of how they want to do it in their state. So big shout out Arizona. They have definitely led the way. Okay, we got another dumb, dumb award to give away. So let's go ahead and cue that dumb, dumb music, shall we? <laughs> that dumb, dumb award is going to go to Governor Gavin Newsom, ladies and gentlemen. This is some good news. Are you ready for some good news? And then we're going to call some Rhino Senators right after this. So stay tuned. <sighs> ready for this? There's some good news. Here we go. A Sacramento County Superior Court judge yesterday denied Governor Gavin Gruesome Newsom's request to be listed as a Democrat in the upcoming recall election. Why? Because he missed his deadline. Okay, when you're running for politics, this happened to me, actually. I didn't do it, but when I ran for county commissioner here in New Hampshire, the guy that I was running against was a 12-year incumbent. Okay? Democrat. However, in, 20, uh, in 2016, what he did was he switched parties while being an active county commissioner, by the way, switched parties to a Republican so he could vote in the Republican primary against Donald Trump and vote for, I think he voted for Mom Jeans Mitt Romney or somebody. I don't remember who it was, but uh, no, it was Ted Cruz who he voted for. It was Ted Cruz, my bad. So it was Ted Cruz he voted for, and it was really not to vote for Ted Cruz. It was just to be a vote against Donald J. Trump. This is how sneaky these Democrats are, okay? But then he forgot to change his party affiliation back, which forced me to have a primary. Otherwise, it would have been a head-to-head. I would have had more time to get out there, knock on more doors, And as it was, ladies and gentlemen, I ended up getting 40% of the vote in the primary. But here's the thing. GOP Republicans, where I live, voted for a Democrat that they knew switched parties nefariously to vote against President Donald J. Trump, and they ended up voting for him because he was a 12-year incumbent and I was new. That's why. But I still got 40% of the vote. But this is how sneaky they are. Anyway... That's also how dumb they are, because he forgot to switch it back. Same thing that Gavin Newsom forgot to do. When he answered the recall last year, he was supposed to designate which party affiliate he was affiliated with. He didn't do that at all. So he can't run as a Democrat in the upcoming recall election. Now, we got a lot of people running for Democrat. Of course, we got uh, Bruce Jenner, right? And, um, and, uh... Oh, who's the who's the gentleman? It's escaping my mind right now. Who's the gentleman who's running? Who's a conservative talk show host who who just announced he was running? I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. I know somebody in social media will will uh, remind me of that. But anyway, you got some people running against him, and he can't even run as a Democrat. So we can only hope. I know that's going to work against him because there's going to be some dummy Democrats out there who just are looking for the Democrat, and there's not going to be one. So they're going to be forced to vote for somebody else. There's people, there's probably tens of thousands of people who live in California that don't even know that Governor Gavin Newsom is their governor. Larry Elder, thank you. Larry Elder announced his run for, now I think that's great. I'd love to see Larry Elder win in California, and I'd love to see um, Alan West, Colonel Alan West, win in Texas. That's th- those who I'm, That's the people that I'm supporting, okay? Um, but the fact that a lot of people aren't even going to know who the Democrat is because they don't even know who their own governor is, it's funny how God works, isn't it? So, big shout out to uh, <laughs> Governor Gavin Newsom for being a dum-dum. But here's the funny thing about it. Governor Gavin Newsom, after he found out that he did this, he actually put in a request to his Secretary of State to have that error fixed. 
Now, the Secretary of State's name there is Shirley Weber. Shirley Weber was appointed by Governor Gavin Newsom, and she denied his request to fix his error because he, she said it's too, too late. You missed the deadline. So he sued the Secretary of State's office, which he appointed to the head of the Secretary of State, went to the Superior Court, and the Superior Court said, nope, too bad. So now he can't run as a, de- he can't run as a Democrat. You can't make this stuff up. I wanted to play one more thing for you before we call these senators. And I wonder if you re- I wonder if you remember this. See if this sounds familiar to you about the 2020 election on November 3rd. I know that thousands of you are going to relate to this. Healthier back to work after pausing counting overnight. Butler County had to press pause on counting ballots. Nevada, meanwhile, has stopped counting votes until 9 a.m. on Thursday. A water pipe is broken in State Farm Arena. State Farm Arena is where they were counting the absentee ballots of Georgia's most populous county. And now the tabulation has stopped. It's Allegheny, which is Pittsburgh, but also Beaver, part of our county to county, Mm. Butler and Westmoreland. They've all stopped counting for the night. They've gone to bed. They begin the process at 10 Mm. o'clock tomorrow morning. Good morning, Heather. They did have the press pause overnight. They will be back in a few short hours, expected to resume counting around 8.30 this morning. Fulton Mm. County is now going to stop counting at 10.30. Funny they all stopped counting, but none of them stopped working. Right? None of them actually went home and went to bed. They just boarded up the windows. Never happened in the history of elections ever before, by the way. And we'll resume their count at uh, tomorrow morning. They basically stopped counting tonight. They're going to start counting again in a few hours. It's already tomorrow morning, right? The election workers stopped counting those mail-in ballots at 10 o'clock. They will be back again tomorrow at 10 a.m. And Nevada says it stopped counting the votes yesterday, election day. But don't, they don't say why. Why did you stop counting them? But the counting in one of that state's biggest counties has stopped. Mike Armstrong is in Pennsylvania. Huh. Mike, we're talking about Allegheny County. That's the area around Pittsburgh. What's happening? So, ladies and gentlemen, all of that happened on November 3rd, 2020. And it never happened in the history of elections ever before. That's just a little bit of a reason how you know that there was some fraud taking place. But I had never seen anything like that. Went to bed thinking, oh, okay, wake up tomorrow, ah, Trump's second term. Wake up and what happened? What happened? It was the craziest thing. But don't worry. God does everything for a reason. We're going to call two rhinos right now. Right now we're going to call Senator Tom Tillis from North Carolina. And we're going to call Senator John Cornyn of Texas. Why? Because we have to hold these rhinos responsible. We have to... There are consequences for their actions. And they are putting forth a bill, working with Democrats, to give amnesty to all DACA recipients. In a a time of border invasion, in a time of COVID and Delta variant and Lambda variant, in a time where we're shutting off people from traveling, well, we did shut off people from traveling to the United States, but Biden has opened up everything, in a time where we're fighting illegal immigration harder than we've ever tried to fight it before, rhinos, Republicans, are actually putting together bills to give complete amnesty to all DACA, dreamers, basically, the dreamers. If you don't know who DACA is, they're just bunch of kids who are anchored here and don't belong here anymore and who are not legally here but they want republicans out of all the fights we could have republicans are having this fight so we're going to call them first number if you guys could please put it in the chat for me is going to be to senator tom tillis of north carolina and it's 202-224-6342 here we go Office 
Yes, hi. Uh, my name is Jeremy Harrell. I'm a host of a show called Live from America. I was wondering if Senator Tom Tillis was available for a statement. Um, let me see if he is. I am going to see if I'm going to ask our uh, director of communications. Oh, thank you so much. Jeremy Harrell? Yes, ma'am. And your show is? Live from America. Thank you. If you're just joining in, we're calling Senator Tom Tillis, North Carolina, to get a statement on his bill. Okay, so our constructor is currently out of the office right now, and he must have stepped away from his desk, but do you have his email? Oh, that would be great. Let me grab a, a pen and paper here. Okay. Okay, I'm ready when you are. Yeah, so it's going to be Adam Webb. Um, it's his name, and his email is going to be Adam underscore Webb, that's W-E-B-B, at tillis.senate.gov. And you said he's the communications director for Senator Tom Tillis? Mm -hmm. So would he be the one that's issuing statements, or would he be the one that would set up maybe an interview or some time to talk with Senator Tom Tillis? Um, so he helps issue statements. You know what? Let's also, you should try reaching out to um, Lauren Scott, too. Um, that's Lauren, um, L-A-U-R-E-N, and Scott with two Ts. Um, and she also has a standard email. Um, and if you reach out to them, then they should be able to um, see if they can get you a quote or, or set up something. And, that's, and that would be Lauren underscore Scott at tillis.senate.gov as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate that. Absolutely. You have a good one. You have a great day. God bless. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, hey, we got a little bit of, uh, we got a little bit, made a little bit of headway there. That's most, that's more than we've made ever before calling anybody other than the time that we got hung up on. So now let's call Senator John Cornyn's office, which is 202-224-2934. Again, I encourage you guys to do this as well. 202-224-2934. Three, four. Here we go. Welcome to DC Voice Messaging. Please press pound to access your mailbox. Well, that didn't work. Oh, well. Well, we don't have enough time to go into looking up another number, but just know that we'll keep that. That's our, that's our homework, right? That's our afternoon homework. To reach out, all you have to do is do a, a simple search. They, I don't know why they gave me that number, but do a simple search, find these guys' number, call them, um, make sure that you are polite, make sure that you are bold and firm, and make sure if somebody does answer, you let them know very, very short reason why you're calling, okay? And that you'd like to make a statement or talk to somebody about these two senators or whoever you're calling and their support for amnesty for all DACA recipients. It's definitely not a fight that re Republicans should be um, should be against all of us right now. They're, they're working with the Democrats. That's, that's rhino material, and it cannot happen. So definitely that's your homework for this afternoon, okay? All right, folks, I'd love to uh, also let you know to go to jeremyharrell.com. 
com for everything. Sign up for the newsletter, request a Bible, um, and uh, even become a monthly donor. This show is complete, like I said, donor funded. So everything, all the success depends on that. And I just want to thank you so very much for watching today. We'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. And remember, until then, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you. Please share the video. Have a great day. And again, I'll see you guys tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. See you later, folks. Bye-bye. Rebirth of America. Rebirth of